Hello again, everybody, and welcome back to a new episode of the Mayor Tom Henry podcast. Thank you for joining us today. Now, this is episode number 42, recorded on Monday, March the 2nd, 2020, from Citizen Square in downtown Fort Wayne. For today's show, we will be discussing the 2020 census. As you know, every 10 years, the U.S. Constitution mandates that all citizens must be counted in all 50 states, and 2020 is the year to recount all of us. It's a very detailed process, but it's very critical as well. Since there is a ton of information that you and I need to know about, I'm happy to be joined today by two individuals, Raquel Klein and Palermo Galindo, for a better understanding on what we all need to do to be counted in the 2020 census. Raquel and Palermo, welcome to the program. Thank you. Thank you, Mayor. It's a pleasure to be here with you. Well, I've got a number of questions that I'd like to run by you because I think all of us need to to better understand exactly what is going on as far as the census and why it's so important. Uh, I know some people uh, shy away from being counted because they don't want to uh, uh, to be in a position where some individuals know that they're actually uh, participating in a particular community or whatever. But I think by the end of today's show, hopefully they'll understand why it is so important. So first of all, what is the census? Yes, Mayor, that's a great question. And uh, every 10 years since 1790, we have counted everyone in the country. It's required by the Constitution, and we collect the information such as age, sex, race, every person that uh, in every household that uh, is there. And so this um, uh, spring, we'll start getting information out to the people. We already have a good, uh, complete count committee members that are working together to get the word out of what's about, what's the importance of the census and how we're gonna work together to make everyone count it in four way. So, but why is it really neat? It's okay, we count everybody. We know that in Fort Wayne, there's so many people. State of Indiana, there's so many. And the country, there we know there's 300 and some million people. So everybody's counted. And we know how old they are, and we know what their nationality is. So we, you've done your job. Everybody's good. But really, why is it needed? Well, there's so many uh, great information that we need to uh, accumulate for our, for our community that also uh, affects our, our city. So there's um, infrastructure development for, for 10 years, also uh, housing and uh, road, roads and other things that affect our community. And um, you know, we need to plan every 10 years and see how our, our community is gonna develop. Uh, that information that uh, everyone provides is safe and it's secure and it's protected. So do we use this uh, to get money like from the state and the federal government based upon our population? Raquel, is that is that right? Yes, it is. There is actually about $675 billion that... A billion? Billion. With yes. a B. With a B, yes. Okay. So it's so important that the community participates because this money will be distributed among the country and if the community is, is counted, that's how individuals in the community will benefit through services in the schools, healthcare, childcare, 
and all the different programs such as housing that will benefit. So it is based on population many times. Yes. Uh, Is that also, uh, aren't the number of congressmen also, uh, isn't that based on population as well? Yes, it is. uh, That's how it's mandated in the Constitution, and of course that also is highlighted in how many representatives we will get at the local level, at the state, and also in Washington, D.C. All right, let's get down to the uh, end of the weeds, the specifics. Uh, You two members of a committee, you put together the committee to help get this whole thing done because it is a rather complex uh, uh, endeavor or initiative. Uh, You also have to make sure it's as correct as possible. So you do have other uh, people on your on your committee. Who are those members? Yes, Mayor. So we have the complete count committee, and uh, it's uh, we have a, about over thirty-five uh, organizations and individuals that are part of this com- complete count committee. Are um, people that are trusted in their community, people that we know that can provide information at a grassroots level and uh, educate our, our community members. Uh, we came up with the uh, slogan is Fort Wayne Counts on Me. <laughs> Very good. It's uh, FW Counts on Me. It's something that we are uh, trying to get as a hashtag and a movement to get everyone involved. And and, and it's important, as uh, uh, Raquel mentioned, it's a civic duty for everyone to, to do this, uh, participate in the census. All right. You're going to be collecting information in several different ways. Years ago, uh, if I remember correctly, when I was considerably younger, they would literally go door to door, or they might call. Uh, but calling, I know they found out, wasn't exactly the, the best way to get information. So they would go door to door. Sometimes you would get mail pieces. Is that still the process? Do they use social media now? Uh, uh, what kind of means do they use to actually count people? There's actually several uh, media, of course, uh, internet being one of the main ones for social media, Instagram, Facebook, webpage, and uh, there is also like for individuals that will be receiving the mail piece, they can fill uh, the form that way, but they can also do it over the phone, or they can do it online from a a smartphone. So there's several ways on how the census can be responded. We don't have any foreign countries coming in trying to affect our census, do we? We don't believe so. And Good. I think that uh, they have made a significant uh, education piece that the people from the census making sure that people know that the information will be secure. Hopefully they've restricted that just to our elections and they're going to stay out of our census. But that's a, that's a discussion for another day. Yes. Uh, well, how can, how can citizens, though, get more information about it, do they do it primarily through social media? Is that the easiest way? The, there's several ways. So they can go to a local uh, public library to get information. They can go to a uh, uh, there's a United Way uh, which help, helps uh, a lot of uh, local organizations. They have disseminated information as well. Fort Wayne Community Schools have been very active, partnered with our complete count committee and they have provided information to the students. Uh, one of the best ways that we, we thought that to reach out to parents is through the children and mm-hmm. the children bringing information and getting mm-hmm. educated about the importance of the census. So once they get uh, 
the letter in uh, to let them know that the census is coming, the, the children will be um, educated on how this process works and let the parents know that this, this is something very important to have. So that's how it affects the average citizen then, as you said earlier, in the distribution of monies for our communities. Uh, it affects our legislators at, in, in, in Washington, how many we, we get to have for our state. Uh, our school system uh, so there's a number of ways that it, it affects the average citizen is am I right so far yes, yes sir you are. yes okay. you are so that works out uh, and again the more people we get counted the more uh, federal funding we get into our community and of course the uh, representation in Congress good uh, so now one of the things you said earlier and I think this also is of of, uh, of real concern to a lot of our citizens is the confidentiality of the information. We hear more and more uh, today that a lot of the information that we give over the internet or that we give to people who come to our door or who call us, uh, what is there any guarantee that this information is going to be confidential? Because a, a lot of information is asked for and now all of a sudden it's out there, especially if it's on the computer. Uh, once it leaves your home, it's out there. Uh, so uh, is, is that information really confidential and who gets that information? The U.S. Census Bureau is the only one that receives the information and uh, puts it together. And it's all the information is in, uh, encrypt. In, in the Census Bureau encrypts the responses submitted online and it's stored in its computer, so it's encrypted, and no one has access to okay. it. But What's encrypted mean? So it's encrypted is um, very secure, so it's very hard to, to get hacked on. So it's in a special language. Yes, that only is. they can uh, that only they know. Correct. Is that right? Yes, yes sir. Yes. Okay, that's what encrypted means. That is correct. Okay. Uh, when, okay. Uh, because I know that, again, that's probably the, the biggest concern that I hear from citizens is how do I know that my information is going to be confidential. So what you're telling me is that the U.S. Census Bureau are the only ones that get it, and as the information is received, it's encrypted in a language that only they know. Yes, sir. Okay, that way it's secure. It is secure, and also the census takers, they do take a pledge that the information that is stored is only for the census, and if there's any violation of this law, they get uh, fined up to $250,000 or up to five years in prison. So it's, uh, they have to take it out for forever. So if they just work one year and don't work uh, the following decennial, they're still under that oath. That's a pretty powerful uh, motivator, I would think. Exactly. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right, as you, as you both know, uh, we have uh, been blessed in the city of Fort Wayne to have a, uh, a number of nationalities. We're a very inclusive community. We have uh, uh, all types of uh, nations and religions and, and uh, uh, creeds, uh, uh, almost every possibility as far as um, a diversification comes into our community. Uh, now, how are you going to gather that information from 
individuals who perhaps speak a language that most of us are not um, accustomed to, especially in some of those countries that have uh, uh, had individuals come to Fort Wayne where there are a number of dialects. It's not just the native language, but there are dialects. How are we going to handle all that? Uh, we have been very blessed with uh, several community members that are part of the Complete Count Committee, and they are helping us in putting together a plan on how to reach out to these uh, their international community members. So we as a Complete Count Committee have come uh, with some information in Burmese, Burmese, which was one of the languages that was mm -hmm. not listed uh, under the Census Bureau information available. But we are working with those community leaders, the trusted voices, to make sure that they're getting the message, accurate information, and how important it is that they participate. We are, on my end, as the Director for Language Services Network, uh, volunteering at different events, community events, making sure that we have interpreters for all those languages. So people that don't necessarily speak English very well do have access to that information in their own language. Yeah, I would think that a lot of your major languages, uh, whether it's uh, Spanish or French or German, uh, those I think would probably be, be rather easy to obtain uh, interpreters or uh, have instructions written in their, in their native languages. However, when we get into some of the newer uh, uh, citizens in Fort Wayne, whether it's Burmese or Vietnamese or some of the other, especially Asian countries, uh, that has to be quite, quite a challenge. So I'm glad to hear that we do have people stepping up, willing to work with them to, uh, uh, to make sure that they're counted. Yes. As, as a part of our population. Yes, um, I'd like to add that to uh, Mayor, is that 10 years ago when I uh, first started with the city, you entrusted me with to getting uh, people involved in the community. Mm -hmm. And um, we did an excellent job of reaching out to our community members on diverse populations with different languages. And uh, I'm really happy to report to you that the people that helped us 10 years ago are back again. They're really willing to Good. actually uh, host meetings at uh, their mosques or their community centers Excellent. and also provide information that is related to the sisters because they know the importance of our community and since Raquel and I it's, you know we're only two people we need more of our community members to get involved and we're always willing to uh, accept anybody that wants to uh, come and work with us to get the word out to our diverse populations. Along with this line of questioning uh, are there certain populations in our community that are historically undercounted? Yes, they are. There are several census tracts uh, there are uh, undercounted. So uh, definitely children under five years uh, are the ones that are, are getting undercounted. A lot of people think they only the adults that live in the household need to be counted, but it's, it's everyone. So children under five need to be counted. I'll read on. I, did, I never knew that. Okay. Who else? So we have college students that are away from, from, mm -hmm. uh, from home. So they, uh, they have to be counted as well. So by census day is uh, April 1st. Uh, anyone that lives on, on the household or the place they're staying or sleeps at need to be counted there. Okay, so college students who are abroad, then they need to be counted in that state. 
or city. So what you're telling me is anybody associated with my family, whether I have a son or a daughter in college, whether I have uh, a young person, an infant, uh, anybody who is associated to my home, I need to count. You need to count if they stay with you and sleep uh, at your place. Okay. Yes, those right. are the ones that get counted. Okay. Who else? Uh, we have, uh, there's a task force for the homeless. Uh, oh, yeah, population. homeless, yeah. Yes, so there's uh, a, a good group of people that are working with us. Uh, of course, immigrants, and uh, we have uh, several people in our community that speak different languages mm -hmm. and are very trusted as well. And that's, those are the key components of getting the word out because if they don't trust us, you know, or because we don't speak the language mm -hmm. or we look different, they're not going to answer the, the census survey. So, but we have mm -hmm. people that look alike, like them, and speak the language, and they're uh, they have a great reputation. Well, Palermo, Markel, what? What if I'm a, a refugee? or I'm an immigrant into this country, and I've only been here a short period of time, I'm not a U.S. citizen yet, uh, I, I come in from a, a country that, uh, uh, where I, I, I left a refugee camp, so I really don't have any ties here, I'm on my own, how am I going to get counted? And, and should I get counted? Yes, uh, every every resident of uh, the city needs to be counted on April first. Even though I'm not a citizen, it, no, it's uh, individuals counted, and that's the important uh, component. So everyone needs to be counted, regardless of the citizen uh, status. All right, this is a big project. It is a big project. That's why it's done every ten years. <laughs> <laughs> now. This program, the, the Complete Count Committee, and your new uh, Fort Wayne Counts on Me, that is just restricted to Fort Wayne. So we've got somebody else working with the rest of Allen County? Is yes, that, okay. that is correct. Yes. Several okay. counties uh, uh, work together. Also, um, they have, um, some cities have approached us to uh, get them um, some information on how to get started because they are, are very small cities and they need to uh, get the word out so they have approached us and, and get some information from us. So everybody is working together to get counted on, on their own place. Huge project. That's yes. why again only ten, every 10 years. Yes sir. <laughs> Well, you both have given me a, a, and given the listeners a tremendous amount of information today as well as certainly telling us how important it is for all of us to be counted. Now, from my perspective, you know, certainly it's important to have proper representation in Washington as far as our congressmen are concerned, but more than ever, it's important because the more people we have in our community, uh, the higher our chances are of getting uh, more revenue into our city uh, from the state and federal governments to get more things done. Uh, we want to make sure that our city is properly represented in the distribution of, of uh, state and federal assets. So uh, it's terribly important that we all get counted. Well, with that, that's all the time we have for today. But before we go, uh, where can our listeners learn more about the 2020 census? Uh, we mentioned a little bit about social media earlier. Uh, where can they go as well? 
I know you you have the hashtag of uh, FW counts on me, but uh, do we have other sources where they can get to to get more information? Uh, we do have uh, the homepage for the census, which is uh, census.gov slash 2020 census. And then if people are interested in getting jobs, I think it's probably too close to the date, but there's still some jobs available is uh, 2020census.gov slash jobs. And also the local uh, webpage that we have for the Fort Wayne Council Me. Yeah, I did forget to ask you about that. I know it takes a, an army of people to, uh, to get this done. You said they, they are hiring for the, the, for the uh, census takers and the like, and yes, they're still yes. hiring. Yes. Uh, and they actually need staff here in Fort Wayne, right? Yes, and they're uh, actually doing a, a huge recruitment uh, campaign, and they need uh, bilingual people from different languages. So anyone uh, that is, uh, has a different language that they can utilize, that's great to apply for. Uh, college students or uh, high school graduates, so anyone that's over 18 years old that can apply for the census, just go to the website, fill out the form, and then they'll uh, get more information. So they're part-time and full-time jobs, or is it all part-time? Uh, there's both. Both part-time yes. and full-time. And I understand it pays pretty well. Yes. Yes, the pay is uh, 20 to 2050 to 2250 per hour. $20 an hour up to $22 an hour. Yes, sir. And it can be full-time. It could be full time. It, it and could be and this time. La this job lasts how long? A uh, few months after the the, the census. So April first is the census day again. After that, they're still gonna need uh, to count people, go to households, and, and uh, do the collection of the data, and also putting together the information at the uh, local office that we have here in, in on Jefferson. What a great way to to, to earn some extra dollars. That's for sure. Exactly. I would definitely go. To uh, to the websites and uh, and follow up on this if you, if you're interested. Well, uh, thank you so very much for joining us today, McAllen Palermo. Uh, it's it's been really nice having you here and getting a little bit deeper into this whole census matter because as you said, it is terribly important. And I want to thank you, our listeners, for tuning in today as well. It is another great day in the city of Fort Wayne. Let's keep our momentum going. This is Mayor Tom Henry, and we'll see you again soon.